Good morning, everybody out there in Radioland, WKXL, New Hampshire Talk Radio.com. Jane Cormier, you're your host on this cold New Hampshire morning, and you are with Artful Living today. Uh, we are WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. And we have a wonderful guest with us today. Of course, you know, Artful Living loves to do programs that offer really great programs and companies and music events happening in New Hampshire. Anything that makes our life a little bit better is an artful thing. And we have Donna Lee Woods from Hickory Nut Farm in Lee. Hi, Donna. Good morning. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. And uh, we are interested in hearing all about your farm because we know that, uh, well, Having been to your booth at the Concord Farmers Market, I know you have wonderful things there at your um, at your farm, and I think our audience would love to hear a little bit about what you do and what you offer. So, uh, Hickory Nut Farm is your farm, and tell us a little bit about her. Um, Hickory Nut Farm is a state registered goat milk dairy, so our, all our products are from Our Lady's milk. And we do um, firm cheeses, soft cheeses, uh, goat milk fudge, goat milk caramel, which we call waddle syrup, wow. um, goat milk yogurt, uh, <laughs> uh, raw milk. Yeah, That's great. <laughs> All right. So you know what? I will tell our listeners right at the beginning, and we will, we will say this every segment, because sometimes listeners come in halfway through or near the end, whatever is fine. But hickorynutfarm.com is your site, and on the site has a really beautiful listing, well done, of all the products that you offer, um, you know, with with your goat milk. And we're going to talk a little bit about that. I do know that um, we're hearing more and more in, in the press and in media about goat milk and its properties that are just so good for us. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about that? Uh, goat milk is an alkaline product, whereas cow milk is acidic. And the reason that it is alkaline is because they eat bark and leaves. Um, they really don't eat grass. If you see them grazing out in the pasture, you go and you look exactly what they're eating. It'll be a little woody uh, weed coming up. Huh. So all our pastures have long grass and no weeds. Wow, I did the, not know that. Yeah, the alkalinity of the uh, milk is very healing to the body because our bodies tend to be very acidic. Mm-hmm. So, for example, if um, I give a person a, 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 a cube of, of our firm cheeses, I ask them to eat half of it and taste and taste and swallow and then eat the second half, and the flavor will probably be different because we change the pH of their palate. Our palates tend to be very acidic because of the um, foods that we eat. And um, that alkalinity in that cube of cheese will will um, have a different flavor, and that's the flavor of the cheese. Right, and um, so the milk itself, from what the goats eat, is an alkaline product. And uh, in the days yes. of, uh, wow, we have so many gut issues here in this that's country. It. It's a whole business, isn't it? For um, It really is. People have no idea. Yeah. I, I, actually, let's talk a little bit about that because... Um, myself, reflux is an issue, um, and it's a, it was a concerning one for me because as an opera singer, which is what I did for, you know, 25 years, 
uh, any kind of reflux was not a good thing for the next day. We had to sing for four hours, right? So uh, we had to play careful. There was a a whole regimen that I had to maintain, which was basically trying not to eat at night at all, uh, which did help. It really did. It did help somewhat to make sure that there just wasn't a whole lot, you know, in the gut for when I went to bed. But, uh, you know, there were times where I'm sure that that wasn't so great that I wish I could have imbibed a little bit more, Um, you know. But in any case, today we know so many people have acid reflux, and there's a whole pharmaceutical industry that surrounds that, which is, uh, having been part of that industry, um, I could tell you I don't think it bode well for my system at all, the drugs that you take, um, Mm -hmm. you know, to keep the acid. We are what we eat. Yeah. Yep. So now I am reading an awful lot that uh, goat milk can really make a difference with reflux. Yes, yeah. And also the lactose. A lot of people are lactose intolerant. Um, usually they can do goat mm-hmm. milk versus the cow milk. Wow. Um, and and don't forget the goat milk, at least our goat milk, and I think most of the people in New Hampshire, we don't add anything to it. You know, like the yogurt is, the yogurt is literally goat milk and culture. Hmm. There's nothing added to it. Um, I'm also playing with kefir. Really? Kefir, yes. Yeah. And um, I, I'm taking that myself just to experiment with it, and it's amazing. I drink almost a half a quart every morning. Oh, my God. And it's, it, yeah, it really, it's amazing. How does it taste? It's I've, going I've, to be a little, I'm sorry. No, I, I've never, I've always, I've heard about kefir. I, I wasn't sure... I would like it, so I haven't bought it. But isn't it the same thing that you have to you have to watch what they do to these products? Like goat, I I, I understand that goat milk isn't the same goat milk if you pasteurize it, right? That's right, and we only do raw. Okay, good. Yeah. And so, so what? All, uh, go ahead. Yeah. So all our goat milk is is um, right out of the goat, mm-hmm. and when people order goat milk, I have them order it. Um, I don't keep it stocked in our stall store. I do keep the yogurt in there, but not the milk. Yeah. And I take the milk right out of the bulk tank when they want it. Wow, so the sorry. fresh, yeah, it's really fresh, fresh, fresh. Wow. It's really sorry. important. Yeah. All right. Now, the, the flavor. Yeah, go ahead. No, the flavor. Go ahead. Keep going. The flavor is going to be a little bit acidic. And I would suggest that you start out with a tablespoonful. And then the next day, maybe two tablespoonfuls just to get your system used to it. Because it's a different probiotic that you're adding to your gut. Yeah. Wow. How cool. Mm. You know what? I'm, I don't know. I I know that I've seen it in the store, a couple of stores, but and then I see pasteurized, and I'm like, no. So you can't really purchase. Is there Are there places in New Hampshire where you can purchase farm unpasteurized goat products? <laughs> um, from what I understand, they suggest you go to the farm. Okay. I also suggest that. So that people can see the farm um, and be part of it, and make sure that the milk comes from a clean, a clean farm. Mm-hmm. Um, we are a, uh, you know, we invite people to come here all the time. We do a lot of tours with um, the uh, kindergarten kids and all the schools around. Oh, excellent! Uh, first graders up to fifth grade, as well as a matter of fact, we've got one coming from the university. So I guess that's a little bit older. That's all right. Um, but but the idea is to get people out here to smell the farm. Really? Um, and to and to play with the baby goats and to feed the goats and to milk a goat uh, because we have lost co- complete contact with the actual farming activity mm-hmm. in New Hampshire even. 
totally you know, agree. New Hampshire is a farming state. Mm-hmm. Totally agree with you. Well, New Hampshire is now turning into like these niche farms, which yes. thank God we have them because they're keeping the tradition alive. But, That's right. you know, let's all face it, the, uh, the regulations that are put upon our farmers today are absurd, I think, anyway. I mean, you know, we're all adults, right? We all are fairly educated and intelligent people. So I'm sure we can negotiate, you know, what we need, well, what works and what doesn't. But regulation can really hurt local farming. It can, but um, also there may be some farmers out there that aren't willing to um, abide by cleaning standards. Uh, so they, you know, we have to be protected from that. That's why I suggest that people go to the farm to get their product. Sure, I think there's a benefit to that for sure. But one would assume if you were going to try to have a farm, right, to sell a product, that if that product had serious issues, you certainly aren't going to sell much of it. So it would almost seem to me that the marketplace would be, you know, helpful with that. I don't know that over-regulating is the answer. But certainly I understand what you're saying. Safety does matter for sure. It, it does, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. And, I, you know, I hear what you're saying. Um, there are sometimes I just shake my head um, because, <laughs> uh, you know, it's like you have to boil the milk to make the fudge. Um, and this fudge has no high fructose corn syrup in it. So um, it's like it's a 1910 recipe, my family's recipe. Wow. So the fudge is going to be kind of crystally. But the, the milk is, is boiled, which means that it's beyond pasteurization. Right. But it really tastes good. Oh, I'll it's bet. A, it's a really great little treat. <laughs> yeah, I think that that warrants that one. You could definitely get along with that for sure. Um, okay, so you know what? I, I uh, We were talking a little bit about kefir or kefir. Yeah. Where, I'm not sure how you say it myself. But um, I, yeah. I am reading really good things about that as well. So, so what is kefir? Kefir or kefir, whatever. It is um, a grain. It's a lactic acid grain. Oh my gosh, and, I didn't know that. And, and it looks like a curd. It looks what? like a cheese curd. Um, and you just you put the milk in it, you, and you do all this at room temperature. Okay. And you leave the you leave the raw milk in there overnight, and then it the the grains impart the probiotics into the milk. I had no idea. And then no you idea. drain the grains out of the milk, save them for next time, and um, the milk will be thicker. Yeah. Wowie zowie. Okay. Well, there's a lesson. I have learned something today. Excellent. All right. That's our music. We're going to take a little break here. WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and of course, 101.9 FM in Manchester. We have Donna Lee Woods from Hickory Nut Farm. We're going to take a little break and we will come right back. Welcome back, everyone. WKXL, NewHampshireTalkRadio.com. You are with Artful Living today. Jane Comier, your host. And we have been having a very informative little conversation with Donna Lee Woods from Hickory Nut Farm in Lee. And I love it. I absolutely love it when I have guests on and I learn from them. And we've been talking a little bit about the products that she serves. Of course, hickorynutfarm.com is the website. Very easy to remember. And uh, 
Donna was telling us a little bit about goat milk and, and all the good things about goat cheese and learning a little bit about kefir. And uh, wow, this is a great, uh, great little conversation, Donna. I'm so glad that you're here. Well, thank you. All right. Now, let's look at your products. So if you go to hickorynutfarm.com, you pull up the products. Very easy to do out there. Very cute. I love your logo. She's just adorable. (laughs) Yeah, really sweet. <laughs> Very cute. They are our ladies. I'll tell you, they control us. I keep telling everybody the goat's the number one priority. If you're sick, we don't care. It's the <laughs> goats right. that matter. Yeah. I yeah. guess that that's the truth of farm life, right? It is. Absolutely. It really is. Yeah. yeah. People have no idea. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure. And you know what? I think it's always good to remind them because remember, there's no food without farmers. That's um, right. You know, I'm, I'm a big farmer. Um, fan. I have a very close friend who has a farm in Barnstead. And uh, when I was a, uh, I used to be in the house, I used to be in a New Hampshire, you know, house member. And farming issues were always really big for me, because I think that people are so used to just buying their uh-huh. food at the supermarket, yeah. that they forget how it got there. <laughs> yeah, I, I used to teach biology down at Suffolk University, and the kids didn't know carrots grew in the ground. Stop it. Really? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, this is years ago. Too. Yeah. How yeah. crazy is that? Oh, it my. Is. It is. That's crazy. So, in any case, um, let's let's talk about your products. So, when I did venture down to the, um, and I like to do this, I tend to go to events just to enjoy, you know, Grand State happenings. And uh, one morning I went to the, the food market uh, last month sometime, I guess, or maybe even further away. And I saw your booth, and I went over, and uh, I remember you did tell me about the cheese, and I, I bought a little section of the cheese, and you were right. It's very different, but you do get used to it very quickly. But, you know, it's it's the kind of thing, I think, when you said start small. I yes. absolutely agree with that. Um, but very creamy, very creamy, yeah. and um, I liked that texture. I really did. Um, beautiful. Well, thank it was you. Very nice. But if you go on the site, you can see that you have cheeses there. Now, I'm going to ask you a little bit about each one. So we have Lacey White. That's a mild, gentle, sweeter cheese. Okay. And I think the, ter- is it Terrine? Terrine, yes. I think that's, that's the one that I got. That's I'm- the one that's made with the black ash, and the black ash is an activated charcoal, which is also alkaline. Wow. So it's a, it's a double alkaline. But it's like a work of art. That beautiful. Because that, you know, when I'm pouring the um, curd into the mold, I do half, and then I put the black ash in, and it goes in yeah. in around all the little pieces of curd. <laughs> yeah. So it's, a, yeah, it's a very, very pretty cheese. It is. It's a beautiful cheese. But that one's cheese. going to be earthy, yeah. Yeah, that's more earthy. And there's a picture of the terrine on your site. It is just beautiful. Just, you know, artful. There you go. Yeah. And, uh, and I... Go ahead. Yeah, I suggest serving the firm cheeses with um, apples, pears, fig, um, a fruit rather than bread or crackers because the bread and crackers tend to dry out your palate and it will change the flavor of the uh, cheese and you don't get the full impact of, of that flavor. Wow. Okay. So is the terrine one of those harder cheeses? Yes. Yes, okay. the firm cheese. Firm yeah, cheese, yes. Excellent. Okay. So, and you have chabar. Shabar is Parmesan, and, and it's Parmesan because of the um, mesophilic culture that we use to make the cheese. The cheese's flavor are determined by the cultures that we add to the cheese. Oh, 
Wow, is that so the Shabbat is going to be Parmesani, and then the Jacoby, which is the next one you're probably going to ask about, is going to be cheddary. Okay. And again, that's two different cultures that we had to make that one. So it's not the goat milk, it's what you put in it that determines... That, yes, yeah. Now, the lacy white is a very gentle culture. That's mm. the first one. That's why it's a, a sweeter, more gentle cheese. Is that a softer cheese as well? No, no, no? it's still going to be firm. They all okay. pretty much are uh, firm. We have a... Um, cheese cave that we age off our six-year-old cheeses in. And then we also have an igloo, which um, is maintained at a certain temperature and a certain humidity. And the cheeses live in there, and they live in there for two months. So the minimum, yeah, the the, uh, temperature is 54 and the humidity is um, 84. Wow. So all your biology has has really benefited your your business, (laughs) right? Yes, yeah. Yeah, to know yeah. all that stuff. I mean, you know, people probably think cheese is just, you know, whatever, right? But it sounds like right, it's pretty, yeah. you know, pretty specific in what it you is. need. Yeah, 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 it is. But it's fun because, you know, the goat milk that you get out of the goats is going to be determined by the weather. And right now we have like 200 Christmas trees out there that the Boy Scouts from Newmarket drop off. Huh? And then every day <laughs> we give, I <laughs> know, every day we give the goats a new Christmas tree, and they come running up, and they eat it right down to the bark. Oh, my goodness. I mean, right down to the core. Yeah. Right through the bark. And then we leave the core of the trees around, and they use them as scratching posts throughout the year. Oh, my goodness. That's awesome. Yes. yes. Wow. And so you, so when, they do the che- when you do the cheese for the goats that are eating the Christmas trees, is, is that milk different? Is the flavor is going to be, if you can really tune into the flavor, yeah. it's going to be a little earthier. That's right. Oh, my goodness. And how also cool. Depends, yeah, it depends upon the temperature, and it depends upon the mood of the farm. You know, if we're kidding, you know, that means we're having babies. Yeah. Um, it tends to be a little bit nerve-wracking around here because you never know if you're going to have a problem yeah. with uh, one of the ladies kidding. Yeah. Um, and, it, again, the milk is going to be different, and right after the babies are born, the milk is very, very thick. And the yogurt's going to be very thick. Again, the yogurt, the old yogurt is literally just goat milk and culture. So when they... So it's not when, the, go ahead. It's not the same throughout the year. Yeah. You know, the milk is going to be... Because it's so pure. It comes literally right out of the goat. So when the goats have babies, you still yes. milk them? We leave the babies with the moms, the kids with the moms, uh, for five days. And then they get all that colostrum. Yeah. And then, depending on the health of the ba- of the kid, we um, started on a milk start a milk replacer. Huh? Or if the kid is not doing too well, then we'll keep it on its on its mother. Yeah. But then, at, after the normally after five days, we take that milk and then we put that into the bulk tank and wow, start making jar cheeses again. Yeah. Wow. How long yeah. does a goat live? What's the lifespan? Uh, be- uh, between eight and ten years. Now these ladies, they work hard. Yeah. Um, you know, they work hard all year long. So when they get to be six or seven, their milk quality and quantity will start to dissipate. Yeah. So what we do is we keep the grand, the, we keep them as grandmothers. Okay. And we keep, <laughs> yeah, we keep the older ones in with the babies and they teach the babies manners. Get out of here. Really? You can see it. Yeah. <laughs> Goats are amazing animals. Really? They are amazing. They you know, like when they're sparring and they're banging heads, yeah. I'll walk up to them and I'll say, okay, now, ladies, stop it. And they'll turn around and look at me 
And I know what they're thinking. They're thinking, is she serious this time or not? Really? If I turn around and walk away, they're going to start sparring again. <laughs> or if I stand right there and keep looking, they'll stop and walk away. Is that right? Yeah. Okay, so they yes. know. <laughs> they do know. Oh, yeah. They know us better than we know them. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> well, you know what? You're, you're working together. You know, yes, let's face it. Absolutely. That's that's what farming is about, right? You're working yeah, the earth. Yeah, we're always touching them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's great. All right, so on the products, if we keep going, you have kind of st- things here I'm a little surprised, which is great, because if you entertain, um, mm. there, there's plenty of stuff here that offers their palate, new, you know, people palate uh, treats here. Uh, you have cheese cubes. <laughs> so yeah. what, yeah. what, 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 how'd you come up with that? Well, it's it's like a um, marinated feta. Wow, excellent. Yeah, and it's marinated in um, a robust olive oil, and lemon, mm. a peppercorn, thyme. It, it's excellent, yeah. All right, so tell me, the uh, I'm hearing all kinds of things about uh, olive oil these days. What kind of olive oil do you suggest on this? Um, I, I use the robust. I want the um, flavor to come through. I don't use the fine ah. um, olive oil. Okay. You know, so you're because full body. You're full body, yes. Yeah. yeah, robust, yeah. Awesome. So that's a beautiful little thing. I mean, you have it plated. If people look at the site, they'll see this plated. Um, I think yeah. that's a yeah. great thing to have for, you know, for my table. That's great. And then yeah, you have, and another, Yeah, go yeah. ahead. Another thing with the firm cheeses, you know, as I suggested earlier, that you serve them with um, fruit. Uh, with a little bit of balsamic vinegar mm. or a little bit of honey, it starts to bring out another flavor of the cheese. Yeah. Oh, my. I'm getting hungry. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> right, we're going to take a break here. WKXL Art for Living. Jane Cormier, your host. WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. Stay with us, and we will be right back. Welcome back to Artful Living here on WKXL, New Hampshire, talkradio.com. Jane Cormier, your host here. And uh, if you're just joining us, we're having a delightful conversation with Donna Lee Woods of Hickory Nut Farm. And Donna's farm uh, is, is just like a goat wonderland. And she offers all kinds of very neat products uh, with this hardworking goat farm. And just so everybody knows, right off the beginning of the segment, hickorynutfarm.com is the um, is the website, and they have all kinds of great stuff. We were in the last segment talking about your products, and uh, you were saying, which I think is really cool, your your cheeses tend to be, um, you know, hard a little bit on the hard harder side, and you suggest using fruits. But you also mentioned at the end, which really piqued my interest, that balsamic vinegar and honey can, yes, can yes. also add different tastes to these cheeses. Absolutely, yep. So that's yes. really great to know. Now, if you're a fo- person out there that likes to entertain, um, I always like to see some things that might be a little bit different for folks when they come over to visit. And on your website products, the products you know tab, you have uh, cheese cubes. Now, you also have pesto. Yes. 
Yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, the other day I and that's with our soft cheeses, um, and I tried it with the salad greens. It was amazing. Really? The, 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 yeah, the, you know the salad greens that you get at the sure. farmers market. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it the the flavor uh, between the greens and the cheese they mirrored one another. <laughs> Yeah, it was a, with, the, with the walnuts and the, the lemon. Yeah, it was oh, good. Yeah, I'll, wow, yeah. that sounds very good. So you you offer a pesto product, and then you have something that really appealed to me because I like spreadable things. I like spreadable cheeses, but you have spreadable samplers. Yes. And so how yes. you, you have like four, you have five of them here on this picture. So you have the pesto. Uh, yeah, and then we we also do a cranberry uh, walnut. Mm. Um, I'm, but I'm always fooling around with them. I'm always we did a fig the other day. Oh my gosh, it was so good. A fig one? Oh, really? yeah, mm. it was really good. Yeah. Wow. And we do Greek olive and capers. That one's going to be salty. So the cranberry and walnut sweet. Yeah. So you get both the savory and the sweet on your your um, cheese board. However, you're setting yeah. it up. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then we do a rigota. Ooh. Which is just the plain, the goat milk ricotta, yeah. and I don't add any salt to it to our product, so people have to add their own salt. Well, that's so probably a good I, idea, right? Yeah, 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 because you know people's diets now are so different. Of course, yeah. yeah. Well, spreadable samplers are awesome, and then you have something called Italian cuppa. What is that? The cuppa cheese is uh, is an eight ounce um, um, bin of cheese, and it's just. It's just a, a generalized term. It's a cup of cheese. Oh. And then the cheese inside is going to be the different flavored cheeses that we just talked about. Oh, I see. Okay, so that's just what you're calling really what yes. the, the spreadable sampler stuff. Yes. Awesome. What a great idea. Very <laughs> good. Very good. And if Thank you. I, I'm telling folks that are you know listening right now, we have a picture. She has like this long beautiful little bowl or long shaped bowl and then carrots with the italian cuppa and uh oh it's excellent yeah yeah, that looks really good and the next one the cranberry nut cuppa looks pretty cute too i mean it's that's a sweeter one do you find that kids like um goat cheese or is it a refined test refined taste Yes. Yep. They do, and we kind of start the kids out with a with a cup of cheeses. Yeah. Um, and then go into you know I've got people that come up every week, and the kids choose the cheese they want. Cool. It'll be a firm cheese. Yeah. <laughs> this is great. So let me ask you something. Uh, I don't know if you can answer it, but I would think that if I was having a special wine tasting, that there might be certain cheeses with certain wines. Do you do any of that? Do you have you ever thought about that? Um, not really. Do you think that your cheeses would go better with red or white? You're, again, it depends upon the cheese. Now, okay. the the firmer cheeses, um, the stronger ones definitely with the red. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lacy white with rosé, you know, something sweeter. Okay. Um, but it, you know, it depends upon the people's palate, too. Sure. Sure. Well, that I would think that these cheeses would go really well with with wines. Um, oh yes, very you know. much so. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Even beer goes well with beer too. Wowie zowie! Okay, I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. good, excellent. Well, your goat cheese pinwheel is beautiful. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'd, thank I'd you. buy that. Can you buy it just like that? Usually, what people do is they'll buy the pieces and, and make up their own 
I see. Pinwheel. Yeah. yeah. It's just beautiful. I mean, if you, again, we're looking at the picture, um, you know, it has like the this different sections of a large serving, you know, bowl or platter. Yeah. And then in each part is the, um, you know, different things like apples, carrots, tomatoes. I would think that this would go really well with the, with Greek olives, you know. Oh, very much so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I could and see nuts, that. pistachios, and almonds. Mmm, pistachios. Okay, I wouldn't have thought that. Yeah. Oh, very good. And then they have grapes and a few crackers. Uh, But but really, goat cheese does better with, it looks like anyway, with the product like of, you know, fruits and vegetables. It seems that way anyway. The the firm cheeses. The firm cheeses. Gotcha. Yeah, the ones that are aged in the igloo. Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, Sally, what is that? Now, Sully is down in our, our cheese cave, and that's a six-year-old cheese aged in a brine. Wow. So it's salty made in lee, and it makes your gums sting, and it's not for everybody. <laughs> it yeah. makes your gums sting? It does. Why? Uh-huh. It is so strong. Really? So strong. Yeah. Well, it's aged for six years, six, yeah. seven years. So why, why, would, why would someone want to buy that? I mean... Yeah, it's me. usually older men that like it. Okay. Um, and we have a following of, of people that both, it's, and sometimes European people yeah. really like it. Wow. Um, it is, it's a different kind of cheese. It's okay. different. It's for the but serious goat cheese person. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> yeah. It does. It looks good. All right, goat cheese tower. That's a pretty cool way to uh, put your cheeses together. It's a little like to- like a tea what you would have yeah. tea sandwiches, but you'd put the different cheeses and stuff. Very yeah. good. Very good. Now, one thing that I did buy there, we haven't talked about it at all, but I love it, was your goat milk soap. Uh, oh, yeah. I use it for my hair. I use it for yep. everything. It is, what a beautiful soap. I mean, it's it's funny because I've I've been using soaps like hair soap and, you know, good soaps for a while. Um, but I had not really had from the farm the farm goat soap, goat milk soap. And you know what? The consistency and the thickness of that soap is different than any soap I've ever used. And uh, the, the, beautiful. The soap is, is made with um, goat milk and edible oil, not even industrialized oil. Wow. And, and um, that's it. There's no alcohols or anything added to it. It's very pure. Yeah. And they've been aged for three months. So that was what makes them really um, hard. And the shapes, this just for fun. Yeah, I see. The shapes are beautiful. I had a, I had a winter mitten shape. There you go. That's that cute, I, isn't it? <laughs> absolutely. It's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the goat soap, I have to tell our listeners, I absolutely do recommend it. It is a beautiful product. I love it on my face. Um, I use yep. it in the shower and on my hair. It's it's gentle, but it's still thick. You know, sometimes when we've when I've purchased some, what what I would consider anyway, high end, you know, good soaps, right? Um, the th- it's been thin. It's been the the th- the foam. You know the lather. Yes, hasn't been rich. <laughs> you know, if, if you take if you take the, the the soaps and lather them up on your hands and you just keep rubbing, 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 it becomes a moisturizing lotion. Get out, really? So, yeah. So if you have eczema or you know very dry skin, especially areas, I suggest to people that they make that that. Um, moisturizing lotion 
and rub it in and rub it in, get it as thick as you possibly can and leave it there and let it dry. And this sounds really crazy, but if you have like something on your forearm, Mm -hmm. you wrap a plastic bag around it really overnight and then the heat gets the um, goat milk to go into the pores because that's what you want. You want to start healing from the inside out. Mama mia. Yeah, yeah. And they're using it on babies now. Babies seem to have, I keep hearing about people with babies that have this eczema. Hmm. And um, the kids love to get in the tub with, with these bars of soap. They can't wait to get in there. Yeah, no, that's so true. so healing to their skin. And yeah. not, not just healing. You know what? There's something about the soap <laughs> that when you lather it up, the, the, the smoothness and creaminess of that lather, mm. there, there is something to that. Uh, yeah. You do like it. I'm sorry. It's very true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah, you know what it is, is interesting on your um, description? It says the soap is mild to your skin, high in vitamin E, yeah. which is, we know, excellent for skin. So yeah. that's awesome. Very good. Yeah. All right. Our music is playing. We're going to take a little break, but we're going to come right back with Donna Lee Woods at Hickory Nut Farm in Lee. And this is Jane, your host for Art for Living. WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. Come right back because we're going to be finishing up our conversation with Donna. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us here on Art for Living at WKXL, New Hampshire Talk Radio.com, WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. Don't forget, if you've missed any of our Art for Living programs, or maybe you've missed something else here on WKXL, everything is available on New Hampshire Talk Radio.com. So don't miss any segments. And don't forget, if you have an idea for our our program here on Art for Living, or you would like to be a guest, just just contact us right off the site. We'll get back to you. We'd love to have you join us. We are all about supporting the local community and here on this show, uh, definitely bringing good things to our public. So in that vein, we have Donna Lee Woods from Hickory Nut Farm, who has been talking with us about her products, her goat products. And uh, I was sort of giving a shout out to her soap, which I did purchase a month ago uh, at a booth at the Concord Farmer's Market. And I cannot, in fact, I'm going to have to go to the farm at some point and check all this stuff out and definitely get more uh, goat milk soap because it's a winner. (laughs) It's a winner, folks. Thank you. (laughs) All right. Now, you you know what? Very quickly, we're going to finish up um, what's on your hickorynutfarm.com product site. And the one of the last two on here is a goat milk fudge, which you spoke about a little bit in the uh, first segment. You seem to really like this. So uh, this is your grandmother, you said, made it. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and people that, yeah, pe- people that um, remember the old fudge with the crystals in it, uh-huh. um, they, they just, oh my gosh, it takes me back. You know, it's really, really precious. <laughs> You know yes, what? You, your your grandmother was a farmer too. No, no, she just made good fudge. She just had fudge. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. So, how did you get into this, uh, Donna? How did you become somebody that you know brings us fabulous goat products? 
I'm going to tell a quick little story. When I was a kid, I used to pray and pray and pray for a farm. (laughs) Then when I'm an architect and a biochemist, and when I was 45 in York, Maine, York River Architects, that little voice said, be patient, you'll have your farm. When I was 56, he said, you'd do it now or never. So I went home and told my husband, he's also an architect, and he said, okay, let's do it. So now my name is Donna Lee Woods. I live in Lee. The farm is surrounded by woods, and we live on York Lane. There you go. Oh, my God, from yeah. York, Maine. York, York, Maine, York Lane. That's it. Okay, yeah. and, and so how much do you like living on your farm and producing on your farm? We've been doing it for 23 years. Wow. Love it. good for you. Yeah. Awesome, yeah. It's awesome. A, it's a different lifestyle from anything I ever, ever thought. Yeah. I imagine, and I imagine other people would say the same thing because the farm ethic and the farm life, like you said, everything has to go toward the farm, is right. very different from what you know r- normal people are living. You know, yeah, so, yeah, very different. All right, so what is wattle syrup? Wattle syrup is a goat milk caramel, um, and again, no high fructose corn syrup, so it separates out. So you just heat it up a little bit. Use it on ice cream. Mm. Um, the name came from, I used to make it in a firm with a walnut in it, and I gave some to my husband. He said, oh, my goodness, this is so good. What is it? And I couldn't think of a name, so I thought of those little things that hang down off the goat's neck. <laughs> They're called waddles. Oh. So I said, well, it's a waddle, so that's where the name came from. There you go. Okay, I was wondering about that. What do you yes. use for a sugar in that? Oh, I use a Zolka sugar. Wow. It's a minimally processed sugar, not a refined sugar. Okay. Z-U-L-K-A. I never heard of it. Wow, is that Yeah, I know. It's right there on the shelves. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow, okay. I'm going to have to keep my eye out because I haven't seen it. But, um, you know, today it's so hard to find products that are, I hate to say clean, but when I say clean, I mean that have no... Not refined. Yeah. yeah. There you go. That, that are as close to the natural component as you can get. It's really hard to... Uh, to do that these days, you have to be on top of your game to figure all of that out. You have to research. You do. You do. Yeah. All right. So everybody out there, hickorynutfarm.com, and you can see all the products right on the product tab. Um, and what do you do a lot of these fairs, Donna? Um, in the wintertime, we do, two, we do three, three a week. In the summertime, we do about five to seven a week. Wow. Yeah. That's like every yeah. day, huh? Yeah, pretty much so, yes. Wow, yeah. that's a full-time job right there. It is. It is. Holy yeah. moly. There's a lot of different full-time jobs on a farm. Yeah, totally. You're right. Nobody thinks of that either. Um, yeah. All right, so let me ask you, if if somebody wants to come see you, what do they do? If they well, want to the stop farm at the is farm. Al- yeah, the farm is always open. Okay. Um, and the stall store is um, right next to the main barn here. And that's open 24-7, and it's on the honor system. Mm-hmm. And if anybody wants to, you know, if they've got a small group of people and they want a tour, yeah. call me okay. um, on my uh, cell phone, and they will set up a time when I'll be here or somebody will be here, and they can take them around and show them where we milk them and where the goats sleep and all that kind Very of stuff. Very nice. So hickorynutfarm.com, if you go to the contact page, uh, gives you the address of the farm and the phone number, so you can contact them right off their site. And you have farmers markets. Are these local? Are these like right now where you go? Charles Hotel, um, Exeter, Durham, and, and Concord Farmers Market. Yeah, we we uh, go to Concord in the uh, every all year long. Okay. Every Saturday, we go down to Cambridge, Mass, 
Uh, we do Massachusetts markets. We do York, Maine markets. Wow. Um, we do markets around the seacoast here. Wow. Yeah, we that? do quite a few markets, yeah. That's the cool. idea is to get out there and to get people to start learning yeah. about these products, about the goodness of, of the farmer's market's products. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've got to get the people to the market. Yeah. You know, they've got to realize that that's where you're going to learn. And you, you'll you learn from the farmers. Ask them all kinds of questions. Sure, because they know. <laughs> yes. That's right. They experience it. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, the Concord Farmer's Market is every Saturday morning. And, every Saturday. Yeah. It's 830 to noon. And yeah. this, uh, does it change locations? Yes. In the in the wintertime, it's a 9 to noon. And it's oh. at the, um, oh, I can't remember the name of the place. I just go there all the time. It begins with A. I want to say Athenaeum, but it's not that. And then in the summertime, it's right next to the Capitol building outside, and that's from 8 to 12. Right. That's where they close the street that's right next to the Capitol that's building. That's right. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. Very, very active so market. The one right now that's up at 9 o'clock to noon in the wintertime is right near Tandy's restaurant, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's, yes. Yeah. That's That would be my marker. That's how I found you, actually. I was taking a walk that day and yeah. uh, saw the Down sun. and back. Yeah. Down yeah. in the back, it's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. It's got quite a. It is. It's it, really a very, very pleasant space. Yeah, absolutely. Well, well done inside, and uh, lots of different products uh, yeah. are offered there. So that's great. Yeah, and you have a full of everything. You know, for your vegetables and your meats and your dairy. Mm-hmm. Yep. So what more do you need? Yeah. All right, and you're getting product, local product, right? That, that's right. That is done by people that understand the importance of, um, you know, bringing. Great product, healthy product, to the public. Absolutely, yeah. yes. So, what is your what is your dream for the future, Donna Lee? We ask this from everybody that comes on. What do you see yourself down the road, or are you just living your dream? I am definitely living the dream. Um, I just, I as far as the future is concerned, I just see bringing more people onto the farm. <laughs> yeah, and that works, right? Yes, <laughs> yes, tours, classes, that kind of thing. Yeah. Right. And uh, so anybody that would be interested, hickorynutfarm.com, and their site has all the information. You could shop online, which is great. Uh, and really the best way, though, to, to talk to Donna, if you have any questions about any products or um, anything that would be goat-related, I'm sure you could answer. And they could find you at the Concord Market at 9 o'clock in the morning till noon on Saturdays. That's right. Pretty easy. It Pretty sure easy. Is. So are, are Exeter and Durham also doing, you know, winter markets? Um, Rollingsford is um, this Saturday. Wow. Uh, the Wentworth Greenhouses, that's a huge market. There'll be 2,000 people wow. that will go through that market. Yeah, it's a very fun market. What is um, that again? Say that again. In Rollingsford? It, in Rollingsford, yeah, it's at the Wentworth Greenhouses. Wow. Yeah, it's huge. Wow, that it's sounds nice like market. one to just go see for a cool thing. Wentworth, yeah. uh, Fle- what did you say? Farmer's Market. Farmer's Market. It, it, yes, yeah. And that is this Saturday? This Saturday, yeah. Okay. They have it twice a month. Twice a and month. And then they have another one down at Stratton. But check Seacoast Eat Local. They're the ones that head up all the markets uh, on the Seacoast area. Okay, Seacoast So local. just Google, yeah, Seacoast cool. Eat Local. And then you'll get the schedule because the winter and the summer schedules are different. Yeah. You know, in the summertime, there's Exeter and there's Germ. Uh-huh. And there's Dover. 
Well, I think it's great that they have them in the winter. I, I was thinking oh, yeah. that it all sort of packed up until the, until the spring again, but it, that's not what happens. No, they have the winter vegetables, you know, the carrots and <laughs> that they've held over, so you're still getting all that healthy food. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. Well, Donna, it's been a pleasure speaking to you. Thanks for being well, here. Thank you. Thank we you. Appreciate you. We appreciate you and what you offer the community. Donna Lee Woods, Hickory Nut Farm in Lee. And we thank you, our listeners, for sharing this time with Art for Living on WKXL, NewHampshireTalkRadio.com, WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord and 101.9 FM in Manchester. We'll see you at our next segment of Art for Living and stay safe and stay warm.